Hello and welcome to Chip Advisor. Hello, yes, I'm Phil. We are Chip Advisor. We are a food-based podcast and we talk very specifically about different types of food. And today we are talking about Pavarotti's favourite dessert. So that is exciting. The apple crumble. Uh, we may venture into other crumbles, but we'll start traditionally talking about apple crumble. I'm here with Lewis. How are you, Lewis? I'm very well, Phil. It's very good to be here today. Good, good. And I can hear them all shouting. Harry, where's Harry? Harry! He's here. Harry, how are you? Oh, I'm all right. Thank you. Pavarotti's favourite dessert. Yes. That's exciting. It is. Well, I mean, it's one line that I read. I haven't read any of the backup to the story, but once you've read it, it must be true. Of course, you read it on the internet, so it's, it, we can take it as read. Of course. Exactly. I mean, I haven't read anywhere that he's got a different favourite dessert, but I haven't looked. So no. he, he looked like he'd had a few apple crumbles in his time. I'll I, yeah, and, and custard. Yeah, oh, custard. We will get we will, we will get on to custard, I am sure. I'm very excited because before the podcast, Harry has teased a family crumble story. And I don't want to build it up too much, Harry, but that is to come. Oh, yes. A, a, a Brennan family crumble story, which involves um, black currants. Um, black currants? Yes. Oh, well, Right. There's, contro- there's controversy here already. Oh, we've got uh, yeah, we've gone yeah. early on this. this is, what a tease! Tease yeah. it, tease it. Keep them listening. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and just to say, it was yeah. No, well, I'm not going to say any more because I mean, it's it's quite a tale. But we'll get on to that. Oh, no one is switching off just yet on that basis. So, apple crumble. Let's start from the very beginning. There's a couple of theories as to the the start of apple crumble. One claiming that Mrs. Beaton in 1860 had an apple crumble recipe in a book. I don't believe that's correct because it was breadcrumbs on plums. I don't like breadcrumbs on my plums and I don't think that breadcrumbs on plums equals a crumble. Are we agreed on that? I, I Yeah, no, absolutely, definitely. Is it yeah. breadcrumbs on plums? It's a chain Mike's not here, really, because I think he probably would have had <laughs> something to say about that. But there was a dignified silence from was, um, Lewis yeah, and myself. Yeah, yeah uh, we've, 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 got, we've got the highbrow um, yes, hosts, yeah, yeah, uh, this week. <laughs> uh, I, think you're right. I think you are right. So the actual basis of apple crumble, I think it's fairly accepted that this is the this is where crumble began was world war ii and that was because people were big fans of apple pies and they have been for many many years and when i say apple pies i think a lot of this was just controversially pies without even a pastry base it was just the the pastry on top that people liked but people couldn't afford all the ingredients for an apple pie for the pastry for an apple pie so they they started making apple crumble because it requires slightly less ingredients and you didn't have to use butter. You could use lard or something mixed with flour and sugar and that would be your topping for your crumble. And that is where the crumble we know today comes from. Oh, well, I'm, I'm very glad that crumble came through after the Second World War or during it because I'm, I'm very much prefer a crumble to a, to a pie. Yeah, same. I, f- I feel the ratios are better. Yes. I, um, I, th- I thought you were about to say, Lewis, you know, if if there is a silver lining to the Second World War, <laughs> it's that crumble was invented. But oh. you didn't say that, so that's fine. But yeah, no, I, I think, um, I think, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, I think crumble is preferable to pie. It's interesting, isn't it? How, because when I think of an apple pie, I don't think of necessarily having a pastry on the bottom. Unless it's a Mr. Kipling's apple pie, but that's something different. You know, it's very much pastry on top. Whereas when you're talking about a savoury pie, you've got to have the pastry on the bottom. So, yeah, how that how that differential comes is is quite an interesting thing, isn't it? It's strange, isn't it? Yeah, I mm. I could probably allow for a non-pastry base. Yeah, on a on a fruity pie, a fruity pie is fine. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's because you, you can have ice cream with it. And if you can have ice cream with it, then you'll forgive anything, really, I think. 
Correct. So yeah, lack of base. But very yeah. true. Mm. Yeah, surely we should have some sort of music here about it's, it's all about the bass. If, you yeah. know what? Or, or, or possibly not. No. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I didn't prepare to the extent I have every song at hand, unfortunately. So oh, yeah, no, I don't have all about the bass by uh, um yeah. by Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer that is correct. Yeah, quite a di- quite a difficult one that because it's quite a, it's seemingly quite a child friendly song, but there is an awful lot of swearing in it. So yes. you do have to find the radio edit on um on whichever listening device you have. That's a good <laughs> there for our listeners, Harry. Well done. Because because there's a lot of questions. What does this mean and what does that mean? When um, <laughs> I, I recall my you know I don't know how old she was at the time, but my daughter listening to it. And the, you know, you know, the point of the song is quite good. It means you know, you don't have to be stick thin and this, that, and the other. But oh, there's an awful lot of choice language in it. <laughs> there is, yeah. <laughs> a lot of effing and jeffing for a children's A lot party. of, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, we could do without that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it depends how much Fanta they've drunk. But I mean, it's fine. <laughs> yes, very true. <laughs> very, very true. Well, right. So when I think Apple Crumble, I. Th- I immediately go back to year six at uh, Cramble Middle School and we had a teacher who was very sexist called Mrs. Bartlett and I don't know if she's still around um, so she may not be able to answer back to this. Um, God rest her soul if if indeed it's dead. Um, but if it's not, I hope she's well. Right, okay. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're furious. I'm, I'm excited for this story, Phil. I'm, I'm not happy because... I didn't have a, she she did our home home economics lessons, so half the half the year it would be textiles, half the year it would be cookery, oh. and we had to use a cookery book that was passed through the generations that she had written uh, for <laughs> years and years and years. So Harry probably used the same book right. as me. There were bran parking cookies, which are not nice. A baked apple. That's not a pudding, Mrs. Bartlett. Mm. Mm. Just to, just as an aside, you used two phrases. You started with home economics, then it went to cookery. What, what was it called? Because I did food technology, and I feel it's one of those subjects which has been rebranded uh, at many points. Um, well, yeah. Along I mean, my, my, my school uh, career, anyway. You you probably did food technology because they had to make it sound jazzier because you were in London. That, yeah. that, is, that is okay. Yes, I'll, I'll accept that as a. Uh, whereas you, you, com- you country bumpkins were quite happy with a bit of home cooking. Yeah, well, it's home economics. So they home split, economics. They split well, you, the well, class in two, and yeah, they had just you did textiles where you'd you'd have to cross stitch a bookmark, and it would take you six weeks, you know, or you would have cookery but in home and economics were you also figuring out the gas bill great question i don't know why it's called economics okay just i've always wondered that it's an excellent question yeah i don't know it incorporated the two didn't it i would i mean i do recall mrs bartlett or heather bartlett that was her first name just oh okay i don't know why i don't know why i remember that well, I don't remember. Search to see if she's still alive. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 We're all yeah, searching good. now. Yeah. Heather Bartlett, teacher, former yes. kitchen teacher, banned after kissing students. Okay, right, good. Um, <laughs> that's that's got to be a different yes, one. That's, uh, <laughs> yes. I, I mean, it would have yeah. been a girl because she hated boys. Sorry, it's a kitchen boys school. It cannot be the same person. Yeah. But, uh, Sorry. I, I, can't, I, I don't remember this, her hating men or boys. I mean, why why do you say that? Oh, well, here's why I say that. That leads okay, me back good. back to yes. my story. Uh, yeah. I can confirm that um, the teacher, Heather Bartlett, yes. uh, that, that if you Google her, you'll find news stories about, was not the Heather Bartlett we had. We had, an, uh, by, by the point I was in the school, she was an elderly lady. And I'm sure she meant well, but she hated boys. And we did, we, we would go through, her, we did her recipe book, like I say, oat cookies, baked apple and very very dull things and then it came to the week where we did apple crumble and i really enjoyed cooking i used to cook with my mum quite a lot and i really enjoyed cooking and i made what was by far and away the best crumble in the class like it was 10 out of 10 but she rated it a 9 out of 10 
which was hugely disappointing because she then gave Jenny Lee <laughs> as she was then. Who's a love? She's a lovely girl, Jenny Lee. She's not called that anymore because she's got married. But she's a she's a lovely girl, and I've got nothing against her. But there's no way her crumble deserved a nine point five, and that's what she got. And the only, I mean, it was pure sexism. She just couldn't bear to suggest that a boy could have cooked a better crumble than a girl. And I'm confident that's the, that's the reasoning behind my nine. Well, if, if, if Jenny's listening, I think we could put this to the test. Uh, feel free to make a, make a crumble. Phil, make a crumble. Let's make this happen. I'm very happy to be the judge of this, uh, of this long-standing grudge that you hold. Oh, I don't hold a grudge against Jenny. She's lovely. She doesn't live around here anymore, which doesn't make her less, less lovely. But uh, anyway, so that's all I think about when I think of crumble. I was so angry because I did the perfect ratio of cinnamon to apples. I peeled the apple. There used to be a Mrs. Bartlett used to always always challenge children to peel the apple all in one go. You know, oh get, yeah, yeah. So you get like a huge spiral. Yes. And I nearly did it again. I believe that day I had got the most apple off in one go. I really did nail those two hours of my life, only to get second place to Jenny Lee. So tell us, tell us more about Mrs. Bartlett's uh, recipe for uh, apple crumble. Are you, what are you putting in there? We've heard we've had apple, we've heard cinnamon. Is there anything oh. else that you're sort of elevating it with? Well, I would have gone off piece slightly. The ratios of of butter to flour would have been increased in butter's favour when I was doing it, and I sprinkled cinnamon on top as well. I can't remember if that's part of the original recipe. And I know it doesn't sound glamorous now, but at the age of I don't know eleven or something, it was glamorous. Cinnamon was a spice that had only just come over to this country. Pre pre cinnamon challenge um, for the kids. <laughs> Absolutely. So it, it had come over with pasta from foreign climes <laughs> in the early nineties. Absolutely. <laughs> there again. Yeah. I sorry. I just can I just I just want to just reverse slightly. Yes. You you so you wonder why Mrs. Bartlett only gave you nine out of ten mm-hmm. in one sentence, and in a very next sentence you said I went off piste slightly okay so i think that might be your answer you know she was such a stickler stickler for the recipe and you've added more butter and more cinnamon to mrs bartlett's recipe yeah i mean in a way you you've thrown a recipe in her face yeah i mean you know better yeah and expecting um the full 10 out of 10 11 year old boy suggesting that the mid 60s year old mrs bartlett you know doesn't know as well as you do and you know good old jenny friend of the show jenny lee as formerly um she she adhered to the correct amount of butter and you know just the half a teaspoon of cinnamon cinnamon can be overpowering phil just because you like it you know (laughs) i mean that my my guess is that young heather bartlett in a i don't know early 120s or whatever she was when she was teaching me She'd probably not heard of cinnamon. I mean, she probably didn't even have cinnamon in her recipe. And probably, she probably looked at it and thought, I'm not having that foreign muck. <laughs> and, and that's probably, not maybe even that's, invented. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe that's what marked me down. Who, who knows? It could be. I, it's, the, it's, cos, it's the cosmopolitan elite. In, in Lewis's food technology, cinnamon was rife. Oh, rife in cinnamon, there. nutmeg, you know. we were breaking out. <laughs> All the big spices. Nineties Tottenham was quite the uh, <laughs> quite the hive of um <laughs> uh, chucking uh, all over the place. Oh, oh saffron, yeah. Saffron. <laughs> yeah. Well, a gram of saffron's like worth more than your house, but they probably just littered it everywhere. Not in London, it. it's not not with the house prices there. Oh uh, yeah, true, <laughs> yeah, true, true, very true. So um crumble, what comes to mind when you think crumble then, Lewis? Because you, as 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 I remember last year, I think, you have about a thousand apples fall from your trees. Yeah, we do. We have an incredible uh, magic apple tree in our garden, which looks like well, it has half fallen over, but still make an incredible uh, harvest of Bramley apples, which I'm um, I'm a big fan of a crumble. Like I say, better than a pie. I don't I, I don't have any stories of making it when I was sort of very young, like you. I don't have a special family recipe like Harry, but 
I am quite passionate about what goes on the crumble. I don't know if we're going there today. Oh, we're going there, but if you okay, if you suggest for a oh. minute what I think you're going to say, our friendship might be over. Oh, I mean, okay. I will be furious. We will okay, get there. Get, get, okay. the tent, get the tense music on, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis right, is Lewis about to tell us. Okay, Lewis, what do you put on your crumble? Okay, if I have a favourite choice in the world, custard and vanilla ice cream. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh that's fine. Well, yeah, yeah, sorry. No problem. <laughs> okay, where did you think I was going, Phil? <laughs> oh, what, what I, would have been? I, I, can I guess? Can I guess? Yes, of it course was, you can. Oat. It's going to be yes. some sort of rolled oat was going to be your problem. Yeah. Yeah. In, oh, the, in the like, crumble mix. Oh, in yeah. the crumble mix. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't mind a bit of. But I would. I was talking about what what's going on on the side. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what, what's, your, was, what's your oh. liquid element? Oh to, uh... God! Oh. The release of tennis oh, was, was wonderful. Absolutely oh. wonderful. I, mean, I was wondering how bad it could be. What I could be adding <laughs> that would make you so upset? Sort of ketchup, <laughs> mayonnaise, or something really sour okay. cream. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was an awful. I felt like single cream and filled. Yeah. <laughs> It's too loose. It's too yeah. loose. <laughs> One of those aerosol spray creams. Oh, oh now you're talking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. Okay. No, the. Um, the oh, the, so everyone relax. It's okay. Oh, everyone yeah, just. Muesli. Muesli on top of your crumble is not oh, what you want, is gosh. it? It's not. It's not. <laughs> I don't want oats on a crumble. They are so unnecessary. And also, they are risky. I can't buy if I'm out in your restaurant and you, and I want an apple crumble. I have to ask, are there oats on top of it? Not because I've got an allergy, but because there's a chance I may not be able to leave your establishment for a good hour afterwards because it'll ruin me oats. So yeah, I don't like it when people put oats on crumble. Just note that if anyone is gonna, if if we ever get enough listeners that someone wants to make me an apple crumble, please don't put oats on it. It's sacrilege. It's it's just outrageous. Yeah, okay, not... so it, yeah, so it's it's a, for medical reasons, which you don't need to explore, but that's why you're not having oats. Seemingly, I mean, yeah. I did a I did a bike ride once, Ooh. a charity charity bike ride, and yeah. we were touring churches around. Uh, we did like 150 miles in three days, and it was lovely. And there was a trailer. We well, there were multiple trailers. We were pulling along and taking turns to pull along and dropping off food to various Trussell Trust drop-off points and two church halls so the first night we stayed in a church hall and they made us like a lasagna and that was lovely and the next day we stayed in a different church hall and they were really lovely and the next morning some old dears made us all breakfast and and that was really nice and then they said oh we're gonna uh we're gonna they made us they bought out big bowls they said oh for your bike ride you want this big bowl of porridge uh, thanks you know i didn't really want to look rude so i had this big bowl of porridge anyway effectively fast forward 10 20 minutes and at this point they've decided they want to pray for the cyclists so they've taken us into the church <laughs> i have to i have to then wander back towards the church hall where they've served us breakfast <laughs> to use the facilities and and without being graphic the facilities are opposite the kitchen door where these old ladies are washing up now. And they were thin doors and I wasn't well. And <laughs> and so I'm I'm in there for a good half an hour. The rest of the cyclists are just waiting for me outside, ready to resume our long bike ride now. I'm in there for a good half an hour. Go to flush the toilet. There is there is no water in that cistern. The whole toilet <laughs> is the, the toilet is completely empty. So I then have I've the only option. Was it I've completely got, empty, Phil? Well, the toilet <laughs> system, the system was empty. The toilet okay. was full, and there are not enough dignity sheets in the world to cover up what happened in there. And I just had to leave a few bits of paper on the top and just go and resume my bike ride. The, did, the poor did old any, is. Did any of the sheets of paper contain an apology? <laughs> <laughs> 
no, they didn't. No, but but the old days, someone's someone's probably found that, and I've not been to Gillingham since. So, <laughs> yeah, I I don't think I could ever go and visit Gillingham. It's it's just awkward. Yeah, so don't put oats on a crumble, is what I'm saying. Right. Oats. Okay. Note that down. Okay. Yeah, and and there's there's other toppings that people put on crumbles. I've heard cornflakes and much as I love cereal, don't do that. Cornflakes, muesli, nuts, chocolate. It, not not for me on a crumble. Harry, you're, you're, you're a traditionalist. I am. It's certainly on a crumble. I am. Yeah, certainly. Harry, Harry, what's what's the situation with your family? You say you, you've got some history here. Oh well, I mean, there's inevitably there's a Brennan family um, story attached to a crumble. I mean, uh, it's not apple crumble. I mean, these days, just to um, talk about apple pr- crumble briefly, you might put a few raisins in there. Would, would oh. that be all right? No, no, no. No, can't do raisins. Oh, oh, not, oh, on the, not on the topping, not on the topping, yeah. on the in the in the actual oh, um, I'm happy, I'm happy with that. Yeah. No? Why? No? Well, because it's just a different different taste, flavour texture, you know. A bit of rhubarb? Yes. Well, rhubarb oh. crumble. I mean rhubarb. What about apple and rhubarb? Just really throwing it out. That would work. That would work, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. I'd yeah. eat it. So, so you're happy with rhubarb feel, but not raisins? Raisins, I feel, are a very patronising food. You give them in a very small box to young children, and they are the people that could should consume raisins. They'll keep raisins in business, so we don't have to worry about giving them to adults unnecessarily. I, I don't see the point in raisins, currants especially, because they're crunchy and horrible. But raisins, there's little use, and don't use them as a filler in a crumble. Again, oh, okay. whoever whoever is going to generously make me a crumble, please don't <laughs> use oats was, or raisins. I, I mean, no one is going to dare make you a crumble. You're such a, <laughs> you know, such a crumble. Um... I, mean, I mean, for someone who went so rogue from Mrs. Bartlett's um, yeah. recipe, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're quite strong on what you what the recipe should be. It's just that I've perfected it over time. Okay, that's put all. it in a book. Put it, in a book. put it in a book maybe that's what all these episodes are leading to <laughs> who knows oh a cookbook a cookbook deal yeah. yes yeah yeah tie in like it yeah no so yeah i mean we ate a lot of apple crumble i mean we also had a, an apple tree growing up i mean is that was absolutely just, fine is this um, sad is this a sad story or a positive story I just wondering what music you would like i i mean it's it's difficult it's difficult to really pinpoint there are the elements of sadness there are elements of medical dire straits, but you know it's it's mm. yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a it was a wonderful home life we had. My mother did much of the cooking. Um, my father did some of the cooking as well. It was um, it was a lovely time, an innocent time, uh, until it came to the day where my mother produced us. A black currant crumble. Ooh, controversy. Okay. Black currant crumble. Um, with I, I'm gonna guesstimate the black currant crumble had 98% black currants in. It, in terms of the whole product, the whole product. You, you're gonna have to stop that music, I'm afraid. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's ruining. <laughs> Yes, it was it was ruining the flow. The flow it was, was... ruining. I couldn't concentrate because I was worried about Mike Reed or whoever it was in, in the, the mid the mid eighties. And 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 yes, it is. It, it is a family situation. It is legendary now within our family. Uh, the black currant crumble, controversial. Hmm. I mean, it's not really. I mean, in it, in and in and of itself, the the black currant crumble is not controversial. I believe you can have any any flavor crumble that you like. Yeah, um, it's quite it's, sharp. Um, yes, it is quite sharp. Can I just stop you one moment because my sister Jane is calling, and yes, I'm just going to get her um, uh, live on the. Um... Uh, hello, Jane. You are live on a podcast. Please don't swear. <laughs> oh, oh I... no! And... Oh, sorry. Are you showing you back? No, no, no. It's absolutely fine. I'm just about to tell the story of the black currant crumble. <laughs> oh God. So you can listen along if you like, or or you can. Um, yeah, the heartburn, indeed, the heartburn. I mean, this is is coming. I haven't got to that bit yet. I was just I was just e- explaining that crumbles come in many different flavors, and we did actually have apple crumble 
as children, but our mother's favourite was sugar. with it. Sugar. All right, okay, you're spoiling it now, Jane. <laughs> it's, 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 this is my anecdote, and I am trying to to tell it. So don't don't preempt me. Um, yes, yeah, so black currant. There was at least at least ninety eight percent of the whole pudding was made up of pure black currant. Right, that's strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, are you talking to me or the podcast? Uh, the me and the podcast. Oh, you can talk to you can talk to everyone on the podcast. We're all here. Oh, oh hi, hi Jane, hi Jane. You can't hear us because we're in Harry's ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't hear anyone. We're abandoning this, Jane. Can I call you back in a minute? <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. All right, bye. Bye. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. So, the, so ninety eight percent, ninety eight percent fruit crumble. Very healthy. So you'd think. A good is that, eight... is that including topping? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, including topping. Good golly, Miss Molly. Yes. So a high, <laughs> you know, black currants stewed up for a period of time to get them all um, sort of slightly softer. A good eight inches of black currants in <laughs> a, 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 a heavy oven-proof dish. Um, the black and currants then... from your garden? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they were inevitably, or from actually from the old Holt fruit farm. Which we used to call the strawberry uh, farm, but that's something else. The pit, um, pit your own, yeah. Pit your own, the pit your own farm. Which uh, that's another that's another story, but we yeah. won't get into that at the moment. Yeah. Um, a good, yeah, a good eight inch thick crumble with the lightest dusting of, of crumble on the top. Just you know, and absolutely no, absolutely no oats in sight. Just oh, um, thank goodness. Yeah, classic, your classic recipe. But yeah, just just the dusting. Just you know, the light, you know, lightest dusting, like you're grating parmesan over your um bolognese, you know. Oh, don't and, get him started um, on grating. Don't get yes, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Lewis, yeah, don't, sorry, start, sorry. don't get me started. Sorry, but I, I saw you set your teeth then at the very thought <laughs> of of the grater. Anyway, so and that would be presented to us, and we did actually. And to be fair, we used to have it with custard, which did have some sugar in it, but there was one hundred percent no sugar in that crumble, and it famously gave my brother heartburn after having uh, <laughs> this crumble one um i can't I, we must have had it during the week i didn't actually slot it into my brennan food week in a in an earlier podcast but yeah we used to we used to have this seasonally of course we wouldn't have it in the wouldn't have it in the winter well, of course um, but yeah so that yeah so that was the yeah that was the crumble and it was it was pretty pretty sharp put it that way so um, yeah did your dad like the crumble or was he too sensible to say otherwise? Oh, oh my dad is far too sensible. My my mother ruled ruled our house with a rod of iron, quite frankly. So, and so was uh, so it, was the lack of was the lack of sugar a health thing on your on your mum's part or what was the what was the kind of thinking there? I do you know I just think it it she just thought it was character building, I think. <laughs> you, know, you cope with this cope with this um pudding and you can cope with the uh, brick bats that life throws at you so yeah yeah i think yeah no, i think that was part of it and she just yeah i mean she's not a lady who believes in sugar really as i, as I mentioned when we talked about blamange um uh, yes yeah but uh yeah so yeah i mean it's like frankly horrific but i mean we used to eat it otherwise you know, I mean, there wasn't anything else. So you didn't, you know, we weren't a family in which my mother said, oh, would you like to, shall I bake you something else? You know, would you like just have some ice cream? No, no, no. The three-line whip in our house, you ate the crumble or you got nothing at all. Um, Yeah. And I, you know, I mean, it sounds sad, but we all ended up all right, I think. Yeah, you're, you're, you're fine now. I mean, and it's a, it's maybe a message to, the children who might listen to this podcast to yeah. just eat, eat what you're given, you know. Eat what you're given. Yeah, and, it's almost, you know, a threat to my children, really, that I could produce <laughs> this if they I mean, don't pull themselves into line. Eat what you're given as long as it's got, got oats scattered liberally oh, right, along yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah, unless, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But the only exception, and I have no idea how he got away with this, was that my brother said that he didn't like fish. And for some reason, my mother believed... Hey, what are you doing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she, he didn't partake of the whiting, right. but what he actually had instead, I, I can't remember now. But it, yeah, he didn't like fish, and that was allowed. Whereas you couldn't oh. say, "Oh, I don't like the crumble." Yeah. Was it? Was he always the favourite child? Well, I think <laughs> I just between. I mean, and bear in mind, no one else is listening. Just between the three of us, I am actually the favourite child. But 
but in yeah I, I so how how you know maybe he claimed it was for medical reasons he didn't like the fish but um yeah anyway he got he 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 didn't eat the fish but he but he had to eat the crumble you know there was only uh, only so far it could our mother could be pushed but um yeah she also actually reminded me when mrs bartlett's recipe for baked apple she also made us have baked apple sometimes but that was a, a cored apple with sugar in the middle. But I presume it was brown sugar, which was slightly healthier. Or brown sugar, yes. Demerara, as it used to be called. Yeah. And the before heard Jane, my sister, got very angry about having to eat a baked apple. But, you know, she was older and braver. I'm talking I'm talking sort of mid late 80s uh, to mid 90s with the with the crumble. And we all did as we were told. Well, the thing is. Jane, being youngest child, can probably get away with. Yeah, and you know, a girl. Yeah, yeah, but because by by that point, you simply don't care. Do you? By the time you got you a youngest child, then you just let them get away with murder. That's that's parenting is one hundred and one, isn't it? Well, it's yeah. It seems to be in our house, but yeah, I don't. With I was one of four. Well, as as you are, Phil. But actually, I mean, it's you know, you are actually me in your chain of of siblings. Yes, third, third son, you know, yeah. possibly, possibly the favourite. Wouldn't like to say, and then no, Kevin's Kev definitely the favourite. Oh, was the he one that, the one that doesn't do the podcast? The was definitely the favourite. <laughs> the one that got away. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He. <laughs> and then yeah, and then a younger sister just to ruin your life. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean with regards to not younger sister ruining <laughs> <laughs> ruining my life. Uh, I know, I know what you mean by that. The, yeah, the favourite child, Kev, in our house. Yeah. Yeah, he he traditionally didn't like any sort of peas or vegetables or roast dinner, and so he was allowed like at Christmas a pot noodle because it <laughs> wow. was. But he was allowed it. He was allowed it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I won't. I won't talk about the youngest child in my house then of what she has for a Christmas dinner. Oh, what's that? Um. Well, when. I, I always cook the Christmas dinner, Christmas dinner for me, Christmas dinner for Mrs. Vicarage, Christmas right. dinner for, for the sad oldest mu- Sad music, Phil, sad music. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Oh. And Christmas dinner for for the for the youngest, for the last, must be four or five years now, always a chicken korma. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Love she Love always a wants a chicken korma. korma. She will not now deviate from this. This is Christmas tradition. Those of us who are used to having turkey for young Emma, always a chicken korma. I mean, she won't budge an inch on that and have like a turkey korma. Surely she can well, enter. I mean, well, it's pretty much the same. Meat, yeah, right? I mean, I, I may have I may have a few times thrown a bit of turkey in instead of a chicken. Let's, I know she's not listening, but that, okay. that has happened. <laughs> that has happened in the past. <laughs> Jens, it feels like a, as good a time as any to have a quiz. Um, oh, good, yes. It's a quiz, it's a quiz, it's a quiz, it's a quiz. There we go. So I want you to, I'm going to give you five seconds at a time to answer and you're playing crumble flavor tennis so i will say to you uh, at the start well the quiz is this you have to think of a, a flavor of crumble that is widely accepted don't just go rogue and say i don't know carpet flavor crumble for example would not be an acceptable answer you have five seconds once the other person has answered, to then give your answer. And if you take more than five seconds, you lose. Do you understand the rules? I do. Yeah. Okay. Tension music, please. Okay. And we will start with Harry. Rhubarb. Apple. Raspberry. Sharp. Gooseberry. Oh, it's lovely to hear the gooseberry. Uh, 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 fig. Oh, just in with fig. Lewis. 
Um, fake blackberry. <laughs> oh yes, I'd say that's a, that's an <laughs> obvious one. Uh, red currant. Oh wow, it's got uh, Rogue. Uh, strawberry. Good, it's nice. I've had a, I've had a strawberry. Currant. Oh, I have. I like a cooked strawberry. Oh well, black. I mean black, black currant. Oh right. Um, peach. More of a I think the little kit, Mr. Kipling ones. I'm pretty sure there was a peach. Pe- Hang on, pause the quiz. Pause the quiz. <laughs> I mean, I will allow peach as an answer, but surely Mr. Kipling's never done a peach pie. I was thinking more on a pie. The little. I, I, I'm pretty sure in the old variety packs there was. Yeah, a yeah, no, I think. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, it was an apple and blackcurrant, wasn't it? It was. Oh, they do a signature one, yeah. What? I think a peach would work well as a crumble. Never had it, but I'm going. I'm, I'm yeah. confident. Okay. That's fine. Tension music will resume. Apricot. Um, a blueberry. Pear. Oh, that's a great shout. That's a good shout. A plum. Quince. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it because it's fair. Really, are we just naming fruits we can think of now? <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Any fruit. There's no way I would have thought of quince. Banana? No. I've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd run out of fruits. Banana was the only thing I, I could was, think of which I had in my house. Uh, I was, yeah, I was, throughout that I was thinking I cannot go banana or orange. They were the only oh, two oh, I didn't feel orange, you could, you could yeah. have. Yeah, as a, as a citrus would be. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't, yeah. Why does banana yeah, not. not work? It's interesting. Does interesting. it not work? I think if you had a banana caramel crumble, that would be... I just don't know. It's a cooked banana is a nice thing when you sort of roast it in a in a fire or something with a bit of chocolate in it when you're camping. That is true, yeah. but but we're not camping and we were talking crumbles, so yeah. I'm a, I'm afraid. Okay. That I think it's fair. I think we all all, right. all agree. All, all yeah. three of us agree. Banana, banana crumble. You've lost the quiz. To, to be fair, I, I'm pretty sure I've never eaten a quince, so I can't state for when <laughs> how it would um, work in a crumble situation. I, to be fair, to be fair, a quince is fairly inedible, and you have to have it with something else. It's more, you know, you'd put quince with apple to um, give it a bit of flavour. But yeah, my, my next one was medlar, which I really didn't know I was going to get away with. But um, yeah, <laughs> but at this point, I would just assume that you're correct. Yeah. yeah, and and I feel like this will be the most controversial end to a quiz because. When you Google banana crumble, there are recipes. Oh. But I feel like as the three of us were here, we all kind of agreed that was a stretch. <laughs> I, I felt I, I agree. I was pushing uh, somewhat the limits of uh, to- uh, filling for crumbles. Okie doke. Yeah, it's interesting because crumble is sort of fruit based, isn't it? Which I know banana is a fruit, but... A banana sort of goes with chocolate or caramel, and I don't really think of that as a as a crumble. But, but banana and custard is a good combination. Well, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah, you are. absolutely. Yeah. But why it... you then can't put a dusting of of butter and flour on top? I don't know. But... I have a theory. I'll come right. back to it after the quiz theme. That was the quiz. Oh. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a Quiz. Right, my theory is bananas can't be grown in Britain and we live in England and I think that we were, I, I believe, only naming things that, that you grow in this country, weren't we? Peach and peaches? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, you can. Oh, you can. can yeah, you? yeah. Okay. Oh, over yeah. the Gardener's World. I yeah. didn't know you could grow peaches. Harry, now name every fruit you can grow in England. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you can grow peaches. You can, um, you can grow them successfully outside, but they need to be on like a south-facing wall. They need to have plenty of sunshine. 
but you can grow peaches, nectarines, or as my, my son calls them, nectrines for some reason. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea why. And apricots, in fact, you can grow. They're better in a greenhouse, but they can be grown outside. Right. The lovely lady who used Mr. to... Bartlett. No, 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 no. Didn't know I said lovely lady. So <laughs> the lovely lady who... God rest her soul. God rest her soul, yes. Sadly, she's passed away. <laughs> Mrs. Pressy. She used to have a swimming pool that she allowed she any children that went to the youth club for the church in the village. They were allowed to use her swimming pool, which was in a greenhouse, all summer long it was a, it was incredible it wasn't heated it was freezing and mike won't like me talking about the swimming pool because it's his domain he lived there and he really did adore the place but she grew peaches all around the outskirts of the swimming pool in the greenhouse very successfully wow sounds Lovely. like you were sort of in the south of france or something with swimming pools with in the lead yeah. peaches and in the yeah. village wow what a what a childhood yeah, what what a childhood. That's something that's not been said before. Um, so I'll take it. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's, it's quite interesting, actually, because if it was a wartime dessert, the crumble, because you didn't have bananas in the war, did you? Correct. Maybe um, that's why. Yeah, but I mean, right. you, you did have them in other parts of the world. What, bananas? They, did, they, they existed before oh, World well, War well, II. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Oh. What, crumble or bananas? Do you get, do you get crumbles in other parts of the world or is crumble very much a British domain, I would have thought? In America, it's called a crisp. An apple crisp would be what they would call, uh, oh. what we would call an apple crumble. Right, okay. Not to be confused with a cobbler. Yeah, well, they... I, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a different ball game altogether. Do you want some questions? Yeah. What, in a quiz form or just questions about crumble? We've done the quiz. Yes, hit, hit us with the questions. Some questions. Kerry says cooked fruit is completely wrong, with maybe the exception of cherries. I mean, oh, we didn't name cherries as a possible. Be a very expensive crumble, wouldn't it? Oh gosh, nice black cherry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So sorry, I don't really understand the question. It's, it's more an observation. Is is not acceptable. No, no cooked fruit. Yeah, I I did go back and say, do you mean every cooked fruit? And Kerry said yes, maybe with the exception of cherries. Very strange. Something we can we used to grow cherries when I was growing yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, I, cherries is the last fruit I would have thought of cooking. Most other ones, I'm perfectly happy with, but yeah, a cherry surely, unless it's if, been glassade, um, should oh, be raw. Oh, Love a glassy, a glassy cherry. Yeah. Glassy. I always called it glassier, like Fox's glassier mints. Is it? A, is it a glassy cherry? Well, there's no I, R on the end, is there? Yeah, I think I call it a glassy. But... Oh, what have I done my whole life? Yeah, another mistake that I'll have to yeah, do no. finish yeah. once we finish recording. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not sure many of us agree with Kerry on this. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm afraid. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm now trying to think what fruits are better cooked than raw or in their natural oh, I mean, form your aforementioned quince i don't think you could, right. i don't i don't technically okay. think it's edible in right. its raw okay. state I, yeah. I think i do prefer a cooked apple than any than a fresh apple yeah and um, i don't see the hype with pink ladies i feel i feel that it's just a, a matter of people seeing it cost more therefore thinking it's better yes give me a granny smith Nice, That's sharp it. Granny Smith. Sometimes mm. very tough skin, though, I find Granny Smith. I can cope with that. Yeah. Got um, teeth. Uh, yeah. What she was thinking, what she was saying that cherries would be the last fruit you would cook, may I suggest a grape? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're not cooking a grape, are you? No one's. I mean, they, <laughs> would, they would be molten inside if you tried biting into a cooked grape. Or they'd just shrivel up, wouldn't they? And turn well, you'd into be, raisin. be making a raisin. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you'd be furious if you found that in the middle. Oh, of the yeah, yeah. That's justifying my my views. Yeah, yep. Unless that is fair. Right, Jeff says, why do people serve crumbles in a skillet? Are you a hipster? And this is an excellent point. I, I will add ramekins to his skillet. Why do they do that in restaurants? Because then you end up with a molten hot fruit underneath the rips off the roof of your mouth, doesn't it? They, you see, they put them in tiny ramekins, like they're feeding it to a toddler. Why? Are you? Are you uh, 
because I guess when I think crumble, I'm thinking this is a this is a multi-person dish that's served perhaps on a after Sunday dinner where mm. with people are of having their servings. I'm just trying to think whether I've ever had a sort of an individual an individual made crumble. You don't yeah, want no. one. Which is no. which was guessing would be the reason you put it in a ramekin for I guess having in a restaurant or something. I don't think I'd order a crumble in a in a restaurant. No, because like, you risk you risk getting oat. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the oat risk. It's this dangerous game, dangerous game. But yeah, uh, he, he also uh, so I agree with him. I don't know why they put it in skillets, Jeff. His true question is ginger biscuits or hobnobs in the crumbly topping. I mean, we didn't talk about either of those, both of which seem controversial. Harry, your face is doing something. Well, I mean I mean hobnob is essentially a compressed muesli, isn't it? So that's oh. gonna that's gonna so it's oats. Uh, what ginger? Well, I mean, it depends what you've, you know. Si- I suppose cinnamon, you know, that's a flavouring can go in the topping as well. So I suppose you could have ginger, but you wouldn't. I don't know. I don't think you want ginger and apple, would you? Mm, wouldn't be my wouldn't be my natural sort of go. I suppose. Yeah, I I think think it'd, it'd be okay, but I'm, I'm not sure. It'd be. In uh, rhubarb, I suppose ginger goes all right with yeah. Me. Yeah, I, 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 I think avoid. Oh, well, I, I suppose. It's like an inverse cheesecake, isn't it? That you know, yeah. you have the biscuit base where you could actually just crumble up the biscuits for the topping rather than make a crumble topping. Is that what he means, or is he's adding it's, it? It's sounding like he's making what I would term a lazy crumble, where yeah. he's just making the fruit and sprinkling some biscuits on top. Maybe that's how he makes crumble. Who who knows? Yeah, well, maybe that's how you get 10 out of 10. In Mrs. Bartlett's home economics class, you don't think, because, thinking Jeff, completely outside the box and just crumbling a few digestives on the top. Jeff would have issues getting ten out of ten because he was born a boy, and therefore, yes, well, that's true. <laughs> and innovation is not the um, the key to success. Correct. We, we've learnt this. You would not approve of changes. Neil in Australia says, "Yeah." Could you use... Sorry, pine... sorry, say that again, because actually that was quite impressive. Neil in Australia. I can't say Ooh, Australia without saying Australia. 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 Uh, just, just before we go any further. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. We've got an Australian listener. Was, was Neil at any point resident in the village of Alderholt? No. <laughs> so he's he's a genuine Australian. listener outside of the, uh, the village bounds. Amazing, Australia. Wow. Okay, I'm excited now. What does Neil have to say? Neil says, can you use, and I mean, this sums up Australians, maybe. I mean, I do love Australians and Neighbours is an excellent programme. Yeah. yeah. Could you, and you're in my eyes, you're welcome in Eurovision. You know, I'm fine with that. Just don't let the Americans in. Anyway. <laughs> so, Shout out to our American listeners. Yes. You're very welcome. We love having we, you here. We've got one. We, what? We've got an American oh, listener. Oh, sorry. Kind of but anyway, sorry, we're on Australia I, now. I thought you were declaring you were American. I was I, no, I was puzzled. No, no, no. Don't think so. So Neil from Australia says, Australia. Good day. He says, can you use Heinz apple baby puree food as a filling in Crumble as a cheat? Well, again, the economics the home economics of it is not right. I mean, how much is that going to cost you to make a, <laughs> That's a, to make a crumble? Yeah, that's incredible expense. I mean, yeah. Maybe in Australia, they buy apple puree for babies in huge vats and it they doesn't do. cost as much as over here. Yeah. But my beliefs are that Australia is extortionate as a place to buy food. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I, I don't think I realised that Heinz was sort of such a, a worldwide brand. Oh, they get they get around. Do you, want, do you want a fact about Heinz? Actually, I've got a question, Neil. If you listen to this, can you please cost up how much it would cost to make a crumble using Heinz apple baby puree as a base, and let us know how expensive that would be in Aussie dollars? And don't worry about doing the exchange rate. I, I'll do that for you as part of the deal. Let us know. Get back to us on that. Do you want a fact about Heinz? Yes. Yeah, you know, you know, it's like Heinz fifty three or whatever the I think seven. It's 50, yeah. 57. Yeah. fifty seven fifty seven. Thank you. Yeah. So my my fact is already sounding like I made it up more because of that. Yeah. But do you know why it's fifty seven? Oh, I thought the ketchup 
was the 57th variety of something that they made. A common, common mistake. Yeah, 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 that's fine. <laughs> but just while, just, sorry, just while we're on that, the, it is a common misconception that you can tap the 57 on a glass bottle and the ketchup will come out. Does not work. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Who Ooh, told you that? I've, I've never oh, heard that, but I'm going to definitely try that. <laughs> well, well, don't, don't bother because it doesn't work. I've already told oh. you. Sorry, YouTube video about it or something. Anyway, uh, right. Why is it 57? Because Mr. Hines, yes. and his favorite number was five and his, his wife's favorite number was seven. And they had seen on another product that was for sale in America that it's it was i can't remember what the product was because i haven't done enough prep for this podcast but heinz copied another product that was like let's just say the product was wardrobes because i'm looking at one wardrobe 56 they thought oh that sounds really distinguished so they just chose two of their favorite numbers and put it on there and that's why it's there it's nothing to do with the amount of varieties the most concerning part of that to me is that somebody's favorite number is seven yeah, Why but... would you have an odd number as a favourite number? Oh, well, uh, three is my favourite number. What? Because it's... What? No, really? Yes, yeah, the best number. No. We don't have time to argue about the best I mean, number, I think, Lewis. I think, I think we all know five is the best number. Oh. Five. No, 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 no. Eight, eight is the best number. It's, right. his, ber- it's his birthdays. Uh, this is madness. No. Eight. I mean, five being a favourite number is is the comment of a simpleton. It's not because my birthday because my birthday is on the fifth of the month, so that's why five is my favorite number. Oh, that, that is selfish. That is well, yeah, but it's my favorite number. Sorry, I didn't realize I had to consider everyone else when I when when choosing my favorite number. If Honestly, you were, wow, you you should have put it to the team first. Really should have done. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, uh, why, why is three the best the best number? Come on, let's unpack this. Um, there is absolutely no no. Um, there doesn't need to be an argument. It just is my favorite number. It just is. Oh, uh, so it's oh. your opinion, and uh, yeah. controversially, yeah. Right, okay, yeah, Great. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Sorry, eight. just to wrap this up. What's yeah. your favourite number, Lewis? Uh, my favourite number is eight. Eight, good. Yeah, because because it's because it's a bit like like a scale electrics racetrack. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always oh, liked nice. it for like that it. reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Good. Oh, that is that is a, a justified reason. Yeah, I like that. I'd, I'll yeah. accept that. I, in, in fact, you know what? Eight's now my favourite number. <laughs> oh, welcome, Harry. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's just the two of us. Because, I'm because, not changing. Because, because three is a sort of unfinished eight, if you think it about is. it, it's isn't just, it? It's so half, you're it's just, half you're, as good as Yeah, it's half as good. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> anyway, sorry. And by the way, yeah. don't feel bad that you haven't researched Heinz for no. a specifically Apple Crumble-based podcast. Yeah. I don't feel you actually needed to have done any research <laughs> Thank into you. every sort of um, food product company. You're, you're very kind. It's just yes. maybe I should have done just in case. Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, just well, yeah, just in case. Maybe I should research on the side. Next week I'll research bachelors or something just in case. <laughs> so I mean, Yeah, uh, I mean, if you're just in case researching for this podcast, you're going to be doing a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> Which lot is the best number? Um, <laughs> I'm delving more into that number thing after the pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dave asks, cream, custard or ice cream? Well, well I've, already, I've already said cream, cream and custard. Um, custard and ice cream but i mean if cream was there as well i wouldn't be averse to putting that on as well yeah yeah the hot and cold of custard and ice cream mm. in the same bowl is absolutely delicious and a bit of cream to just to galvanize the whole thing would be delicious yeah i don't want to cause controversy but i feel that i might is it oh what? is it well no you should like it because there's three things in the bowl there that three is your favorite number <laughs> yeah yeah i i'm all for cream custard and ice cream together uh, yeah. yeah there's there's nothing wrong with that when i make custard if i'm if i'm using shop bought custard yeah which is fine you know we're all human we don't all have time to make custard from scratch but if i'm using shop bought custard i add about yeah 25% of my custard is evaporated milk oh i i mix it in it's incredible. My nan used to used to do similar. It is special. Oh, it does sound like a nice tip. I can imagine yeah. that. I might try it, that. And it doesn't even thin the custard because it seems to get absorbed by if you you just whip it round the custard before you heat up the custard, and it just seems to join in the fun. Lovely. But that evaporated milk there is good. So you only have that on you. You only have that on your own. Then you don't feel that the. 
you, oh no, you, I don't have. I have custard. I have ice cream with that. If you. Oh, okay, right. No, good. That's fine. Yeah. 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 But if I'm do- in custard, when I make custard now, I always add evaporated milk. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. In fact, you know what? I think just not have the not have the crumble. Just a lovely <laughs> bowl of um, ice cream, custard, and cream would do me fine. Ah, it's a lovely meal. It's lovely a meal. summer alternative to <laughs> a, a wintry crumble. Yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Andy asks, is it true that Granny Smiths are the best apples to use in a crumble? Harry, I'm going there. Well, so, I mean, classically, you've got three types of apple. One is an eating apple. One is a dessert apple. And one is a cooking apple. Cooking apples are sharper. And on that basis, that's why they are generally used in cooking, because they're sharper have more flavor arguably and then you can add sugar to them to um you know create your puree but a granny smith being a quite a sharp green apple would actually work just as well but it generally an eating apple is too sweet when you cook it down i think in my opinion which isn't valid Yeah, I'm not sure. I think you've got some great opinions. You just mentioned the word puree, though, which yes, which is I'm worried about that. Your... Yeah, no, no. It was it was it was a back reference to our um our, oh okay Ibidian friend who was um using puree, but I think I, it, it was it was a general way of me using to um talk about the cooking process as you cook down your apple into. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not yeah. interrogating you. No, you're you're, you're seem, not going to get arrested. Seem, <laughs> I mean, crikey! <laughs> Mickey says crumble must be served with both vanilla ice cream and custard. There is no yeah. no questions here. Uh, and James asks, cinnamon or no cinnamon in an apple crumble? I would say I, cinnamon. Yeah, either either is valid. I think. I mean, I don't. You know, it's it obviously gives it a slightly different. Yeah taste but if you don't like cinnamon some people don't have it without it's a free country and we do what we like within parameters strictly um yeah remind us if, did, did mrs bartlett like a cinnamon, cinnamon? Uh, of course not this is where we came in she hated <laughs> cinnamon newfangled but yeah so yeah cinnamon in with the apple mixture or on the top or both apple mixture would for me yeah, I I would definitely get apple mixture. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be offended by a bit sprinkled on the top as well. Can I just warn people of the dangers of sprinkling cinnamon on top of the crumble mix? When you go to bake it, it does make it hard to see whether it's cooked. Yeah, no, note note that, Lewis. You were wrong okay. then in your opinion uh, on that. Uh, no, you okay. weren't. You weren't. It's right. just so, you yeah, have to mix it in with the crumble there. mix well, because right. otherwise Otherwise, it's hard to tell whether it's browned or whether you've just got cinnamon on the top. So in 19s, 90s Cramble Middle School in Phil Botto's uh, Crumble, the cinnamon was in the apple mixture or was it on the top? I thought I'd hidden it well enough in the apple mixture for her not to see it. I didn't. I couldn't dare put it on the top. Gosh, right. I mean, I'd, she'd have chucked me outside. Yeah, okay. can't be doing I that. think I think you did, and you and what's happened is you've undercooked it, <laughs> and the um the crumble was raw underneath, <laughs> and that's where you lost that valuable point, and Jenny Lee has got the cup. I'd be heartbroken if that if that is to be. I, I, well, happened. I mean, I think you know, I just think you've misremembered this, and that's actually what happened. No, you, I don't think so. A, a heavy dusting of cinnamon on the top. Because you, no. because possibly you realised you, you know you you hadn't realised it was quite so strong or dark brown and that's you thought it was cooked and actually it was raw. Mm. So I I'm hopeful that that isn't the case. It was the only thing when when we made um, when we had home economics and we did our cookery, like at the, at that particular time, my family were completely skint. Like we had no money. Dad was out of work and stuff like that. So. When I had to make the crumble, mum therefore had to buy the ingredients for the crumble, probably against her will, because she probably had better things to spend money on. We, I had to bring home the crumble and feed it to my whole family. And I ate a large amount of it on the bus and felt so much guilt. So, mum, if you're listening, I apologise uh, that you only got half a crumble. It was a very sad time. So, very yeah. sorry. Yeah, so I just had a bad day, mum. I just had yeah, a bad day. Yeah. Everyone else had to have shredded wheat for pudding. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Gents, our time is up. Our time yeah. is up. 
we uh, I hope we've all had fun and we'll see you on the next episode. Any other business? Any other business? I just talking of Mrs. Bartlett, my abiding memory of home economics at Cranwell Middle School was someone who brought in some sort of synthetic material to make something with and put the iron on hot and actually like <laughs> melted a, a, a you know a cartoon iron shape through his material and lifted it up. And Mrs. Bartlett, I mean, probably finished her off, was very angry about that. <laughs> but no, I have nothing further to add on Crumble. Thank you. Was was he a boy by any chance? Of course he was. Yes, yeah, it all makes sense. And she trusted him with the iron and she'd given him a look saying, well, you don't know what to do with that, do you? Because you're a boy. And um, yeah, she was proved right. Oh, dear. Oh, bless her. Lewis, anything to add? I uh, no, I think we're I think we've covered every conceivable uh, possibility with Crumble in this episode. I think we have. Well, gents, thank you and thank you for listening, everyone, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye. Cheery bye. bye.